Hello there, this is Mark, your fat friend from the Fat and Black Connection, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about it, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other services. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Do me a favor and go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your very own. A good day, everyone. I am Mark, your fat friend. And I am James, your black friend. And this is the Fat and Black Connection. Yeah, where we talk about anything and everything. Well, as long as it's interesting to us, of course. Well, yeah, because why would we want to talk about anything else? <laughs> this show, as we've said in the past, it's for us. It's not for whoever's watching or listening. So <laughs> we want you to watch and listen and and be engaged. And but uh, overall, it is for us. Uh, yes, and, and by speaking the... of being engaged, right? Yeah, uh, we, yeah, yeah. This is this is a live broadcast. Uh, so. Uh, we do have the comment box available for you to uh, share your thoughts, your comments, whatever you want to say. Uh, we, we definitely would love the feedback. Uh, if you don't uh, feel comfortable, maybe you're a little shy, a little timid, uh, you're always welcome to send us a message after the show. Uh, you can connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, obviously. Uh, there's lots of ways to get at us. So yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. please, please do. And obviously, if your comments are interesting, um, we might even share them on the show. Oh, and uh, we we have we have been doing that lately. So uh, so we definitely appreciate those who've been with us. We are starting a little bit later, as you might have noticed. So, uh, but overall, it's all good, baby, baby. Well, and you know, this is what would this time slot is what worked best for us today. So, uh, yeah. for those of you that were expecting us at ten, uh, we, we apologize. apologize. But we're not really sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, I guess we did forget to post about that. <laughs> so, uh, so James, last week uh, on our last episode, we we talked about uh, some song covers, and one of them that we talked about, where I said that the cover was better than the original. I felt uh, being hurt originally by Nine Inch Nails and then covered by Johnny Cash. Uh, I, I went ahead and posted those on the, our yeah. site. Did you happen to give them a listen and? Oh yeah, no. See now, so that's what I said before. I've actually heard the Johnny Cash version. I okay. I had already heard. I had heard the Johnny Cash version. It didn't ring a bell until I actually heard it, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, no, I've heard this, and I actually liked that version." And uh, and I didn't know. I thought I didn't realize it was a cover. I thought mm-hmm. it was. I thought it was like his song. And so, what did you think of the Nine Inch Nails version? Um. Eh. I mean, like, I don't, I'm not a huge, I wasn't, I was never like a Nine Inch Nails fan. I mean, I think there was like one song that I might have enjoyed, but this one was actually one of their more somber songs, definitely. Uh, But no, I definitely think uh, Cash knocked that one out of the park. Yeah, hands down, significantly better. Uh, So 
shortly after we aired as well, I, I posted a bunch of things. And, um, you know, one of the things that I posted and I want to talk about for a moment, uh, if I may, and I'm going to, for those of you that are watching with us live, I'm going to go ahead and share my screen for a moment so that uh, we can all see what it is that I'm talking about. So I posted this image of uh, a bunch of popular television and movie vehicles. Uh, and the question was, the keys are in the ignition. Which one do you take? And you can only take one. So um, I, I feel like that's very straightforward. Uh, you yeah. know, you can Choose take one. one. Which one do you take? And I even specifically <laughs> said, in, 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 when I posted, I said, only choose one and why? And, yeah. um, you know, for me personally, um, <laughs> which one uh, did you, yeah, which one did you choose again? Well, so here's the thing, right? Based off of the knowledge that exists within the post, um, it would be hard for me to choose back to the future, which was my initial go-to, um, right. because it's clearly the DeLorean from the first back to the future film. Uh, so it doesn't have the Mr. Fusion. Uh, so I wouldn't just be able to throw garbage in it to power it. So I would therefore need plutonium. Um, and so I don't know if I'd have enough to make a round trip. And somebody actually uh, made that comment, uh, which was a great comment, you know, uh, that that would be their car as well. So with that knowledge, I had to go with Kit from Knight Rider. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, but where I was very frustrated is <laughs> somebody, and, and, and I don't want to name names or anything, but somebody said, I will choose two. No, <laughs> that, that's not the vote. No. You get one. You get one. You Stop being greedy. <laughs> you don't get to decide that. Oh, you know what? I don't have to follow the rules. I'm going to choose two. So, I, I just I don't I don't understand when when I see these types of things get posted, and people just start deciding. You know what? I wouldn't want any of those. I'd actually want this from that. And it's like that's not that's what the not, question that's, is. It's not on there, bro. Like answer answer the question that was asked. Follow the rules, so to speak. Um, now, I did find it interesting. There was a lot of uh, people who had a lot of different opinions. Uh, you know, there there was quite a few people who went with the Back to the Future DeLorean. Um, there was also yeah, some, that was also, that was one of, that was my choice. That would have been my choice. Yeah, and, and like I said, if if I knew when in the future to go to to get the Mister Fusion. I, that's I, yeah I, exactly that's that's the thing if i could get the mr fusion that would be hands down um, yeah because because then i could go anywhere right right uh, right but without that if it's the car as is i'd just be too afraid that i'd hit that 88 miles an hour go somewhere in the, the past or the future and yeah exactly yeah. so uh um, what was this um what is it i just saw something a team, uh, the, the bond card is that is that like all of them combined, or is that which one is, is that the one that can uh go underwater and stuff? You know, I'm not exactly sure which exact vehicle that one is, but I assume it has many uh toys, bells, and whistles that go along with it. Yeah, I mean, um, if I could get, I mean, I if if like you know, if the the the, the back to the future car, if the DeLorean. I can pinpoint when to go to get that Mr. Fusion. I'm all about it. But if I had to go with the car, just I would. I yeah. Um, I think I think the 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 Aston Martin would probably be killer 
uh, if I can fit in it, one, because I don't know if I can actually fit in that car. Yeah, uh, you're two. you're a large fella. <laughs> two, if you know it has all the if it has all those bells and whistles, like you know I could I could drive it in underwater and and all that. It has machine stuff. guns that pop out of the sides and yeah, all that all the all the fun all the fun stuff from the Bond movies. Yeah. Uh, so we also posted a, a video that came out uh, again after we had our last episode, which was uh, we now have finally officially seen Deadpool in the MCU, or at least he is being fully acknowledged as part of the MCU uh, in a crossover video with Korg from uh, Thor Ragnarok fame, (laughs) um, which obviously the video is is supposed to be a promo to hype up Free Guy, uh, which was actually one of Fox's last films that they made. Um, and before Disney purchased, and uh, it was a fantastic uh, trailer uh, commentary on a trailer, and uh, obviously, uh, uh, Waikata, what's his name, Wakita Tatiti, or what is his name? Good God, the director from Ragnarok, Waika. Oh yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I ain't even. Maybe somebody else out there can spell it for me phonetically, but uh, yeah. He obviously is the voice of Korg, and um, he is in Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds, who is Deadpool, of course, and is the lead in Free Guy. So uh, I thought it was a fantastic trailer. Uh, it's four four plus minutes, um, and you know if that's the direction they're going to go and keep Ryan Reynolds Deadpool pretty much the same as it was in the Fox universe, bring him in the MCU. Then yeah, I think. No. So um, from what everything that I've heard. Everything that I've heard, uh, a couple things that I've read, is that they are not going to try and um, tone. Basically, they're going to keep Deadpool, Deadpool, because they tried the um, they tried to do a like a PG thirteen version of it uh, that actually came out to theaters. I believe it was called Once Upon a Deadpool, which was basically the first movie uh, with a PG thirteen rating. It came out like right before Christmas. Uh, uh, number year a couple years back and it didn't do well at all mostly because i it wasn't like i happened to just catch a poster for it and i was like what the hell is this um but it it just wasn't it wasn't promoted at all um and it basically was just like a watered down version of deadpool and uh i guess just audiences didn't respond well to it like I said, mostly probably because it just wasn't promoted correct. So they are keeping Deadpool um, as they're keeping the R rating on it. They will. Good. They'll. They. I mean, I can't. I can see them maybe toning some of it down it, when he if in a you know a crossover type deal. But if you know, um, but I think they should keep him. They don't need to change him whatsoever. I've, I've led, I've loved the Deadpool movies, um, so far and, uh, they don't, don't need to touch him. Agreed. So, uh, Emmy nominations came out last week. Yes, sir. And, That's uh, exciting to hear. this is exciting stuff, guys. Yeah. Disney <laughs> plus received 71 Emmy nominations. Yeah. Um, 24 alone for the Mandalorian. 23 for WandaVision, 12 for Hamilton, which was very surprising. 
uh, there because uh, a lot of people were expecting that to potentially be in Oscar runnings, uh, which didn't end up happening. I don't, well, it wasn't really, I don't see it as an Oscar anything due to the fact that it's, it's just a pre-recorded of, of the stage show, which I don't see why that would even be uh, uh, like Oscar nominated. So the, it, it is a film and it originally was going to be released in theaters and it did have an actual theatrical release. Um, oh, I did yeah. not know that part. Okay. And, and so there was a, a lot of debate and discussion on whether it should be considered for Oscars, um, which eventually it came down to a no, they didn't. Um, but needless to say, it did get 12 Emmy nominations. So congratulations there. Yeah. Fal- Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier, Soldier. <laughs> got five nominations themselves uh, yes, and then sir. a handful of nominations for a number of other shows. So, um, you know, obviously we're huge Disney fans and uh, I love just about everything that has come out on Disney plus. Uh, so well-earned nominations. And I would expect to see many, many awards going their way. <laughs> Suck at Netflix. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> So since we're talking about Disney plus and obviously a lot of those nominations were for Marvel stuff, uh, I think we have to take a moment and uh, put a a spoiler alert out there because we are going to talk about the Loki uh, Loki series finale. Warning, Um, warning, warning. Spoilers ahead. (laughs) So if you have not watched Loki or at the very least, if you have not, watch the season finale or if you plan to watch it at some point in the future and for whatever reason you just haven't yet um look away because uh yeah so here we go so i'm gonna uh so you have officially five seconds before we start so i'm gonna start this right now five four three two one you have been warned Kang! Kang, bro. Okay, so uh, we knew Kang was coming, uh, or it's been hinted at, and that uh, he he would be introduced likely in Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania. Um, You know, we we had heard uh, that Mr. Majors had already signed on uh, for the film and would likely, that's the part people were expecting that he would be playing. Um, and I, to be honest, I had never seen him before, so I didn't know who he was. I'd only heard his name. And so while watching this finale, um, when he came out and was, you know, introducing himself, so to speak, uh, I didn't know who he was until he started talking about who he is. And right away I picked up on, you know, the historic historical view of the character of Kang and I was like, oh, and um, what was that man, again? Uh, um, <laughs> so I, I just got to say to me, this uh, the season finale was the best individual episode of any Marvel television series so far. Um, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed WandaVision as a series. I enjoyed uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier as a series. But when I'm talking about an individual episode, 
I think that was hands down the best individual episode. And it is also hands down the best they have done to introduce a, uh, a character, I think, into the MCU. Oh, no, I absolutely agree with you. Um, as, as an episode, um, as, a, as a series finale, uh, I know I, I, I've talked to a couple people who were not thrilled um, by it. I had to then explain to them what was going on that uh it was (laughs) there is so much that is introduced in this one episode alone that now sets up the mcu for the next who knows how long yes but but like that's what that's what this this episode in itself has basically shattered all the realities which we know within the MCU. Which is a funny thing due to the fact that I think maybe that's why... Uh, you remember the last episode of WandaVision? Mm-hmm. And how she was standing in that lot and she heard she heard the boys calling for her? Yes. So I'm trying to figure out, is, this, is that split? Did that happen in... Uh, did maybe that happen, and then that ends up going on in WandaVision? She hears that in WandaVision, so I'm trying to figure out exactly, because, I mean, it's at the end of time, so, I mean, it's, there's... Yeah, so we have, I mean... We have no idea of really what's going on right now, but... Yeah, the only thing that we knew from a timeline perspective uh, was that Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision are kind of both happening at the same time. Then we get to Loki, which takes us backwards to 2012. Uh, and then once he joins the TVA, he's throughout time. There's really no definitive spot until right. we meet Kang or he who remains. Remains, yeah. At the end of time. Uh, right. So clearly where that is, I have no idea. Um, and, and what we do know is that because of uh, Sylvie... Uh, killing off Kang or, or he who remains um, all of the timeline now is able to branch. Right. And since, since uh, in the MCU, it seems that time uh, is always flowing and is always existing. Um, therefore things in the past can now branch as well. The past as we know it. So for example, there could be a, uh, a history of a branch where it's not Tony Stark who does the snap, it's somebody else. And so maybe Tony Stark never died, even though that's already happened, it can branch. So um, it will be very interesting to see where the MCU goes from here. Uh, are they going to play into the past and make branches come off of that? Or are they going to try and stay linear going forward? That is actually a very good question, Mark. And that's actually, I wanted to bring this up. So uh, Kevin Feige, uh, actually, he uh, recently on a Screen Rats post, uh, Kevin Feige revealed that Marvel Studios recently held a multiverse rules meeting. So uh, there's not a whole lot of, um, there's not a whole lot in there um, about what the rules are. Um, but, you know, like it says, um, the, multi- the multiverse was first mentioned in the MCU by the Ancient One in Doctor Strange. 
uh, and use as misdirection uh, and far from home. Um, so now we're actually getting into the multiverse. Um, so I remember I had asked previously about what if. So what if could be, uh, although it's animated, could be our first kind of look at these branches from the past uh, in this multiverse kind of world. Um, I know in the previews, it talks about, it looks like Killmonger has some super soldier powers, <laughs> um, you know, saving Tony Stark uh, in, in uh, Afghanistan. Um, uh, Karen, uh, Agent Carter ends up becoming... Captain uh, Carter. I, Captain Carter. Uh, uh, w- w- uh, wow, I can't even think. T'Challa ends up actually getting picked up by... Um, uh, becoming uh, basically becoming Star Lord. I don't remember. I can't remember the guy's name that picked him up. Uh, picked up the one with the arrow. No, was I it, know who you're talking about. This is just entertaining. So I'm gonna yeah. let you struggle a little here. <laughs> Whatever his name is, uh, picking up, uh, uh, picking up the child. Yondu. Yondu. There you go. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Yeah, Yondu picking up T'Challa, and T'Challa basically becoming Star Lord. So. <clears throat> this could be a, so what if could actually be one of those things that we look back in the past and see this multiverse um, kind of expansion and uh, a big thanks to our dam uh, evidently it is uh, Taika Watiti so uh, yeah there you go <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> phonetics <laughs> it, it does come in handy from time to time yes, but yeah I, I I had heard about the the meeting with Kim Feige and and leadership at marvel around uh what are the rules of the multiverse i'm hoping uh one of the basic rules is that you can't do an entire episode or an entire movie and then at the end say oh but that's not none of that matters because it's a separate branch yeah. like i i imagine that's that's one of the rules um you know i'm sure we're going to see a lot with uh you know especially coming up later this year uh, with the Spider-Man, uh, right. no, no way home. So, yes. So, um, this will actually, so one of the things about no way home, um, uh, again, uh, I don't know if you've come back, but this is just uh, some pre types things that are out there right now. Um, and if, if you do, if, do you want to know about what I have here? No. Okay. I'm not a fan of, uh, people speculating on films uh i like to wait until the film comes out and and we don't even have a trailer so i think we need to wait because obviously i've heard and seen a lot of things about spider-man and other films of course but we don't even have a trailer so until i see that i don't want to speculate on what we think may be happening cool yeah but uh we we did talk about um kang um and and we did we had some talks about this between the two of us. We will not actually see him until uh, he will not appear apparently until twenty twenty three officially. Yeah, I my gut tells me that we may see him Glimpse. in some capacity. Yeah, I think it'll it might be like kind of that build up. It might be that build up that they had for Thanos. Yes. And for those of you that are unaware, Kang is expected to be the next Thanos level uh, villain in the MCU. 
where there will be some event that happens at some point where everyone comes together pr- probably to fight this guy. What so, um, so I'm super stoked. I'm amazed at the way they introduced him. Um, I'm interested I to it. see. I'm interested to see if the TVA is now going to become more. Uh, now that they don't really have to protect any sort of timeline, if uh, I was, I, I had a discussion about this. Are they going to therefore become more of a um, almost army? At so if something goes, if there's like something major that happens, will they therefore go to that? Um, if something, if it, where the kind of where they're needed, not as not where it's branching anymore. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I yeah. definitely think that, uh, there's going to be a lot of use. And, and the one thing that we've said multiple times, uh, for the last couple of minutes is that, uh, it was a, uh, series finale, which is actually incorrect because at the end of the episode, oh, we season. did find out yeah, there finale. is going to be a season two. So, yeah. Uh, I definitely am looking forward to that. I just wonder when that might be. And I would expect that we may see He Who Remains or Kang in that series. Oh, so, I, I can't imagine we don't. Um, and, you know, I'd also like, I was I was uh, very surprised uh, how much I actually liked Sylvie. Um, I didn't, because at first, like, we, of course, we don't know who she is, and we don't really get to see her until, like, what was it, like, episode three, uh, where she actually was revealed, and then um, uh, four is when we actually do have more with her, Um, but that, she was, she was surprisingly, uh, a surprising character for me. I actually really enjoyed her character. I I, She she was a surprisingly surprising character? You're so right you're now. so eloquent, man. Like, I know, I know. It's you are eloquent. you are a wordsmith. Why you don't write <laughs> lyrics for songs, I don't know. Um, Surprisingly surprised. I mean, I, bro, that could be a lyric right there, bro. Yes, that sounds like the title of a Taylor Swift song. Um, <laughs> I will say, Sylvie grew on me. I didn't love her initially, um, but I think by the end of the season, I. I came to like her. Um, I still don't love her. I, I do think she's an engaging character now. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'll be, I'll be definitely interested to see where they go with her in season two. Uh, yeah. My wife hated her. I don't think my wife ever liked her or enjoyed the character. Um, and I do got to say, I mean, I, I, to my wife's defense, I, I do think it's extremely creepy the direction they went with having them kiss. Um there's just something wrong there. Like you are that self-infatuated. You know what I mean? Um, Cause they are both Lokis. So yeah. I love myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so I something love else you for loving myself, <laughs> something else that's happened in the last week, Disneyland celebrated its birthday. So happy birthday, Disneyland. Um, I, and that led me to posting a, a question about, tell us what your favorite ride is. It could be any time in the past. Uh, uh, it could be a current ride. It could be a different version of a current ride. Uh, for me, myself, I went with uh, pre-Jack Sparrow uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, I, <laughs> I love Pirates of the Caribbean, but I feel like ever since they, they decided to incorporate the films, it kind of has gone downhill. Um, now I will say with the caveat that the pirates of the Caribbean that is in Shanghai 
which is seems to be purely based off of the films, looks amazing. And someday when I get out there to see it in person, I'm sure I'll be blown away. But, um, but you know, for, for what me, it is here, it's yeah. You know, there yeah, was I a, there was a lot of people who said big thunder mountain, which actually surprised me. I do enjoy big thunder mountain. Um, but I wouldn't have thought of it as someone's potential favorite ride. Um, I again, so, so as a kid, I really liked Big Thunder Mountain, which was surprising due to the fact that I did, there was no chance in hell I was getting on the Haunted Mansion. uh, And I did not do Pirates when I was a kid. The darkness freaked me out. So, uh, but I, like, I thoroughly enjoyed Big Thunder Mountain um, as a kid. As I got older, and when they introduced the the soundtrack on uh, on Space Mountain, oh, I was like, this is the one now. This is absolutely the one. Yeah, Space Mountain is pretty high up there for me. Um, you know, I, I would say of the uh, roller coasters at Disneyland, Space Mountain is probably my favorite. Um, yeah. You know, I, I would say Big Thunder's probably second, Matterhorn third. Um, now if you include Splash Mountain, which some people do, uh, Splash Mountain would probably rank in second for me. Cause I, yeah. I oh, I absolutely, right. I, I love Splash Mountain. I, I am sad to see it getting transformed, but that's a different, I just want, I, I, yeah, I just want to know what they're really going to, I mean, I know what they're going to do with it, but I want to know how they're going to make it work with, with, uh, you know, the drop and everything because, Yes. And I did again with this question have to scold some people because I they said what is, your, what is your favorite out ride? Five, six rides. Well, not only that, but one person said Thunder Mountain Railroad or Hollywood Tower of Terror. Okay, that's not at Disneyland. <laughs> Get it right, and, people. It's that California Adventure. Oh, and actually that's the, not even California Adventure anymore. No, no, it's gone. It's it's I mean, you can ride it in Florida. Yeah. But but I asked and, about Disneyland, not Disneyland Resort. Disneyland. And actually, and actually just if we're going to go off of that, uh, the one at Disney World is way better. Just saying. Oh, hands down. If 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 both the Tower of Terror still existed and I got to pick one to keep, it would be the one in Florida. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's actually a full ride, not just a ah, not drop. The, yeah. yeah. No, it is an experience. Um and yeah. and so uh, you know, I, I like I said, I had to scold some people, um, but <laughs> let them know, let them know. But just a a quick call out. Uh, we had some people say teacups, uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Space Mountain. Uh, uh, as I said, I said pirates, um, Star Wars. I assume they meant Star Tours. Tours, um, yeah. Peter Pan. And of course, uh, a person called out Star Tours and specifically the original Star Tours with Rex, uh, yeah. which I did that like. To Rex. me, is a great yeah. That Wait, is. Wait, I'm still getting used to my programming. Oh, uh, Stephen, it's actually getting changed to uh, Princess and the Frog. Yes, Stephen asked uh, what they're transforming Splash Mountain into, and yeah. uh, it, what we have seen is a a simple piece of art that shows the Princess and the Frog. Uh, Tiana in a boat, and um, yeah, I guess we'll see. There has been nothing since then. Yeah. So uh, I know I saw a video of somebody at Disneyland recently riding the train, going through 
Splash Mountain, and it still seems to look the same. So, uh, I, we'll I as far as I've heard, they haven't moved towards making the change yet. So, okay, maybe maybe they're getting a lot of uh, backlash. Who knows? Maybe. Um, but yeah, no. So, um, but uh, yeah, um, I, I mean, the teacups was always a classic. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, plus, actually, you know what was really fun about the teacups is when we got older, because we could get those things going. Oh, I I am thoroughly looking forward to riding the teacups later this year oh, with you and bro, doing everything did. I can to try and get you to hurl. Bro, I, unless if we're eating before, then I might, but nah. Turkey legs. Nah. Uh, but like, I mean, because like, you know, once we got older and we were able to really just, yeah, because I remember, oh, I think, you know, when we went, we got that thing going, we got that thing going pretty damn good. That's right. Yeah. So I, I, uh, as we have discussed on previous episodes, but we will bring up again, we are going to Disneyland later this year uh, in November, the week before Thanksgiving. Um, We would love for those of you in the uh, viewing and listening audience to join us uh, the week before Thanksgiving, Monday through Thursday, we will be uh, there and uh, enjoying the wonders that are Disneyland and California adventure. Um, But with that, I have started planning. I've gotten a, uh, unofficial guidebook to Disneyland uh, just to kind of refresh myself with the area and, you know, the different tactics uh, to take to get on rides. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm getting amped up. I'm getting excited. Um, you know, it's still a ways away. And, you know, obviously there's always that fear of now we've got the COVID Delta variant and, and everything, the Lambda variant now I've heard. Um, oh, and so heard that one. Yeah, I'm so obviously there there are discouraging things because we may in November be going and have to wear masks the whole time, um, which I really don't want to do. But yeah, I, I am uh, I'm really excited to get back there. It has been far far too long. Um, so I don't know for for me right now sitting here. I I, I think let's. Take a moment. We've got some people viewing, watching, and you and I are here. Um, right now, James, what is the one ride that e- you have been on already? So let's not include something you haven't been on yet. Okay. What is the one ride that you have been on already that you are the most excited to ride again? Uh, we're talking about, like, both parks? Yes, it can be either park. Let's do one for each. One for Disneyland. Okay, one for- okay. so um, at... At Disneyland, um, I am most excited. Uh, right now, I am most excited to ride uh, Space Mountain. Okay. Okay. I'm uh, most excited to ride Space Mountain. Um, I was going to actually, I was thinking about like the, some, because we, we've, we've talked about uh, in, in our other podcast life uh we've talked about a lot of those disney rides so it's kind of made me nostalgic for like snow white and stuff but Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh but no definitely um but space mountain is is definitely um is one of those like i i gotta do it um and then over at uh california adventure uh the one that i'm really excited to ride is um oh that i've already been on yes um then in that case, it would have to be. Oh, it's not California Screaming anymore. It's an Incredicoaster mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. and I haven't been on that. So, mm-hmm. um, dang, 
they've changed. Oh, I guess I guess you know what? I guess then it would have to be uh, the cars, car, cars. Uh, Radiator Springs Racer. Radiator Springs Racer. Yeah, that's a fun one. I because like I haven't been on. I haven't been on um, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Breakout yet. Mission Breakout. Have, yep. Mission Breakout. I haven't been on that, and I haven't been on the Incredicoaster. I can't imagine that it changed a whole lot, except now it's the Incredibles. But um, but yeah, so since I actually haven't been on those with the new names, I'd have to go with Radio Spring Racer. Uh, and those are both, I think, very good choices. Um, you know, for me, uh, I I would say that for California Adventure uh, to ride again or experience again, uh, I am probably most looking forward to. Uh, I would say the same as you, California uh, Radio Radio Springs Racers. I, I think. Um, it's a fantastic ride. It's very well done. Uh, at Disneyland, though, we're going to differ. And for me, it's going to sound a little cheesy, but uh, it would be riding the train around the park. Um, that is one of my oh, favorites. I, That's, I can, you know. I can't hate on you for that. That's a, <laughs> yeah, that's a I, I love, you know, don't get me wrong. I am super excited to ride Space Mountain. I'm super excited to ride Pirates and the Haunted Mansion and everything. But uh, there's... You know, I've always had a rule that the first day, uh, first thing I try to do when I go is to ride the train around the park. Um, and, you know, that doesn't always happen because, you know, maybe there's that new ride and you want to get on it first. Um, yeah. But I, I do try to do the train. And I think this trip, that's probably something I'm going to want to do uh, just because it has been so long since I've oh, yeah, been. Absolutely. You know what I miss? You know what ride I miss, though, for real? Um, I miss the people mover, although it was boring. And then they moved, and then they changed it over to rocket rods, and that was okay. But it was kind of like, eh. Uh, if you ever got to ride the rocket rods, because they were broken down so often. Oh, uh, I mean, I actually got to, I got to ride it. Like I remember, like the when they like it was around like the first time they first. It was like around the first time they opened, so it was still fairly new. So it hadn't had the, all the breakdowns. There was never a point where they weren't new. It, the ride only existed for like two years. Oh, so yeah, there was Dang, a very narrow. Realize, there was I a very narrow that. window of time for people to ride that ride, and even more so because again, the fact that it was broken down so often. I did get to ride it as well, uh, luckily, but it it was fine. I'd I'd still prefer the people movers. I think. No, that's what I'm saying. I think uh, that's why I say it. Like uh, the people mover was always was always kind of cool for me because it was uh, it was one of those. It was super chill, uh, especially like on a hot day. Especially because you spend a good portion of the time inside. Plus, it had the canopy, so it was like, all right, this is a this is a chill. It's just chill. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, what ride are you most excited that you have not had the opportunity to ride yet at each park? Um. So, uh, I mean, it'd have to be uh, Rise of the Rebellion. I think I'm really looking forward to. Rise of the Resistance. The Resistance. God, I don't, I don't really quite call it Rebellion, I guess, because I'm used to Rebels and all that kind of good stuff. So, anyway, so, yes, sorry. Rise of the Resistance, um, if I just had to pick one, because, you know, I want to follow rules. <laughs> Thank you. And, and then, um, and then, oh, now this one I do have to put, uh, because if we can actually get the, the boarding pass for, I, I would like to really do this Spider-Man. 
Okay, interesting. I so for me, Disneyland is a little bit difficult because the obvious answer is Rise of the Resistance, um, but I really am excited to ride the new Snow White uh, Enchanted Wish. Um, and I know that again sounds kind of corny, sounds a little cheesy. Oh yeah, because they changed it. That's right. Because we did yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I I I am kind of interested to see how the results there. Um, in person. Yeah, exactly. And and so saw the video. Yeah, I am super excited to ride the Smuggler's Run Millennium Falcon. I am super excited yeah. to ride Rise of the Resistance. Um but you know, there's always that nostalgia piece of Snow White. And so uh over at California Adventure though, for me it's probably gonna be Mission Breakout, uh Guardians of the Galaxy. Um you know, yeah, I also agree with that too. I just, I, I like I said, I, the the Spider Man thing is just it's new, and I want to, I would like to experience that. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to. It, it, don't get me wrong. If we get boarding passes, then obviously I want to do it. But um, I, I'm not as amped up about it because I feel like it's just a, another version of Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters or Toy Story Mania. Um, so it's, uh, I yeah. Feel you. Yeah, it, it's just with a Spider-Man skin. Yeah, so I can see that. I not, can definitely see that. Not that it won't be fun, but uh, again, I can ride either of those other rides and get a very similar experience. Yeah, I feel you. So, so yeah, I, <clears throat> I I'm amped up. I'm I'm excited. I'd love it to be tomorrow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I can't wait for November to get here. It's it's still four months away, basically. So. Uh, I think it's already underway. Absolutely. So with that being said, uh, please, those of you watching, listening, please share with us your, your choices, your favorite rides. What are you most excited to uh, get onto? And uh, yeah, I'd love to, to hear that. Um, but James, uh, as, as is normal on our episodes, we usually have a moment for you to share some random knowledge. And last week we kind of just bypassed that. So I think this week we need two. What okay. Do you got for well, us? Uh, so, um, because actually Vegas this past week has had, <laughs> it's been, the skies have been absolutely electric, um, literally. Uh, we've had lightning storms um, for a good portion of, at night, uh, a good portion of this week. So, um, so here's something. Um, there are around 2,000 thunderstorms happening on Earth at all times. Uh, so the number of thunderstorms you witness tends to depend on where on the planet you live. For instance, the U.S. experiences an estimated 100,000 lightning storms each year. However, overall, there are 6 million thunderstorms annually on Earth. Uh, that breaks down to about 2,000 thunderstorms at all times, according to the National Survey Sur uh, Service Storms Laboratory. Severe Storms Laboratory. I'm sorry. Can't read. And I can't remember. Did I do the Wooly? Have I talked about the Wooly Mammoth? I believe so. Okay. Well, apparently, uh, the Wooly Mammoth was still alive when the pyramids were built. Interesting. Yeah. I guess that, I guess that so, makes sense, but yeah. I never so, thought I mean, about it, that. Yeah, so it says we tend to think the woolly mammoth uh, as an ancient creature that roamed the earth long before humans hit the scene. In fact, these giant animals were still around when the uh, Great Pyramid of Giza was built around uh, 
2580 to 2560 BC. The last woolly mammoth disappeared uh, from Wrangler Island in Russia, in the Russian territory of the Arctic Ocean uh, just 4,000 years ago, according to the BBC. So, I mean, yeah, it's a long time ago, but not that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. In the grand scheme of things. So, yeah. I, I personally love thunderstorms. I don't know about you. Um, oh, it's been, bro, I'm telling you, I, I have not minded them at all. It's been, it's just been crazy because one minute, like uh, when last Tuesday when I went to go see um, Black Widow, uh, oh, which we might want to just throw that out there, uh, see that movie. Uh, oh, real quick. How is it that people still go to Marvel movies and leave before the end of the credits? Um, I, I think that's probably people that are going to see it that aren't Marvel fans or, I just, cause like, or they just don't care because they know they can see it later. Yeah. I, I was just, I was like, what? Like those are like, I mean, I think the only one that I think recently, the only movie that has not had at least some sort of end credit scene was Endgame because that was Endgame. Um, but yeah, like, well, I, I thought Endgame had a scene. It was Infinity War that did not. Oh, that's, I'm sorry. I'm, no, no. And in, in, I thought Endgame didn't have a closing scene. I just had the uh, it had those those the credits with actually the uh, autographs. You may be right. I'd have to go back and watch. It's been a while. I, I know yeah. for a fact that Infinity War did not have any. Oh, then maybe okay. So, so those are the last. So those were the two that didn't have anything. But what I'm saying is, is that like, yeah, again, like we all. I I, I mean, okay, I can't say we all n know because apparently we don't. But you know, for the most part, most of us know that there is at least some sort of scene or a little tidbit that's going to be thrown in and during the credits. Uh, either at the end or somewhere in the middle, sometimes even at the beginning of the credits. So whatever. But I was just like, how are people leaving? But that's beside the point. But anyways, um, yeah. So the thunderstorm was weird uh, last Tuesday because I came out of the uh, of the theater and I was like, ah, it, smell, it smells like ozone, but the skies are pretty clear. And by the time I got home, which was not very long at all, like I, um, the theater that I went to is right down Tropicana. By the time I got home, I got hit with rain, thunder, lightning, everything. I was like, whoa, where'd that come from? Like I smelled it, but I, I didn't. But you didn't dealt it. I did not dealt it. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, whoa, that's crazy. But no, it's um but yeah, we had we had three nights in a row with thunderstorms. Stephen um, would like to know what ozone smells like. Um, it's that smell after uh you know, like when it after it rains. Um it's that after it of, rains or just before or bef it rains. just before it rains. Um sometimes sometimes right after it rains, there's still like that kind of um I don't know, I don't really I can't really describe it. It's um Almost, it's just kind of a, a a freshness in the air, um, but yeah, no, that's that's uh, kind of you, you know you don't you don't get it often out here, but when you do, it comes hard, it comes quick. We actually had a, a flash flood warning the other day because um, 
our we don't really have an underground system here, which I still don't quite understand, but whatever. Yeah, I I would tend to agree. Uh, Miles brought up a great point. You know, thunderstorms are great unless you're worried about them lighting your state on fire. And um, <laughs> that's yeah. absolutely true, right? So for me right now, I, I have to be indoors with all of my windows closed because there is a fire in California that is blowing so much smoke and ash uh, that I have to wipe down my car when I do leave the house. Um, and the air is so unhealthy outside. Uh, oh, where, and, where is that fire? Um, it is probably uh, about 50, 60 miles southwest of me. Oh. Uh, but it is huge. It's up to over 30,000 acres. And uh, I haven't even heard yeah. about that one. Yeah. For those of you interested, it's called the Tamarack Fire. Um, so if you're interested, look it up. But it it, it, it is... It's terrible, and yeah. here I am in Nevada suffering because of what's going on in California and their inability to manage fires. Um, <laughs> got to, and, got to, you got, hey, you got to brush the forest, bro. Well, keep in mind, this fire has been going on since the 4th of July. It was started oh, by a lightning strike. Oh, this, oh, it was a lightning strike. Oh, it was, was a lightning was strike. Some, some clown? No, no, it was a lightning fireworks? strike. Okay. But still, here we are 16 days later, and this fire is still going. Yeah. Because California is so great at their forest management. Um, gotta, gotta sweep the forest. I, I, I think I've mentioned it before, but like here in Nevada, we're pretty smart. We put our prisoners to work. We make our prisoners go work on the fire line. They get paid, but you know what? They're, they're earning their money and they're keeping the fires out. We don't have fires here in Nevada last terribly long unless we're letting them burn. Uh, yeah, purposeful. <laughs> yeah. Purposely. So needless to say, I, I'm, I'm not enjoying the smoke. Um, the, uh, I, I had a doctor's appointment actually this morning and uh, the doctor had mentioned, it's almost like uh, the, the, on an average day, you're smoking about a pack of cigarettes uh, with the amount, if you're just outside walking around, that's about what it would be like. Oh, um, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, thank yeah. you. So um, I remember, I remember what last year when that fire was going on in LA, we got the, or not last year, uh, I guess it was late 2019, uh, when that fire was going on down in, uh, down towards the LA area, we, we were getting that smoke and it was, it was something hazy. It was super hazy out here. Yeah, it, it happens, I guess. Um, so with, with that, um, have you heard of Schmigadoon? Um, that, that's the new, uh, the new musical. Uh, it's like it's, it's like this mystical town that they kind of stumbled upon, kind of like Brigadoon. Um, yeah, that's coming to Apple TV or Apple yeah. TV Plus or whatever. I really want to. I kind of want to check it out. Okay, um, is I know it's King of, King of Michael Key. Mm -hmm. but is that who is who is the woman in that? Um, I know Cecily Strong from oh, it is, SNL. It, okay, that's who I thought it was. I, it looked like her, but it, her voice, it didn't sound like it was something about the voice that I guess I just didn't recognize. It looked like her. I was like, that looks like her, but mm. I'm not 100%. So, okay, thank you. Yeah, so having done Brigadoon uh, in the past, uh, I love the show. I love the music of the show. Uh, and so I, I thought this was a joke. I didn't realize it was a real thing. And, and so I was on YouTube and I came across the video for it. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I, I figured it was like some, you know, laugh or die video, right? No, um, this was, it's legit. Yeah. So 
I think I'm going to have to watch it just because of my affinity for Brigadoon. Um, but I'm a little, uh, I don't know. I, I'm going in with a little bit of uh, shade towards it, so to speak. We'll yeah, see. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm just, because like, you know, that would be, that would be, uh, I like musicals, um, but if I had to live inside one, I'd probably want to kill somebody. Hey, so and, what do you think about all these billionaires flying around, uh, going oh, into space yeah. and stuff? I guess when you got got too much money, got too much money, uh, what am I going to do? Uh, I'm going to go to space. So I don't know if you watched this morning, but Jeff Bezos. No, I, um, I, I, I do know that he, I just realized that when you said that, I was like, oh yeah, they went up this, he went up this morning. In his penis-shaped vessel. Uh, have you seen, have you seen this thing? Yeah, no, I saw like a, I saw like a, uh, I guess it was a computer rendering of it. Yeah, uh, no, it like, is super phallic-y. And, and, and the tip pops off. <laughs> yes, yes. The capsule tip, the, the mushroom tip just kind of pops off there. And um, I, I did watch this morning. I watched it live. Um, it was It was definitely less engaging than I would say last week's uh, Virgin Flight. Because um, Branson, because Branson is actually uh, a showman. He's, yeah, he's a, he's a super showman. Like he's uh, he's all about that that uh, haha. Like he's very much um, P.T. Barnum, the greatest showman. Um, yeah, yeah. So I will say, I given the two options, if if I had the money, uh, I think I'd probably go the Virgin route. It looks more enjoyable, even though you don't go as high. Um, right. But he actually is, um, he actually has um, a thing where he, like you donate $10 to, uh, which is all going to some charity. I don't remember. I don't know which one. I saw him on uh, Colbert um, the day after the flight. Um, and he's basically they're they want to take normal people so people who donate to this can win a trip on um on the virgin uh galact virgin galactic plane hmm. so yeah so that's something he actually so he wants normal people he wants normal people to be able to do it uh ten dollar donation will get you basically entered in uh a contest a raffle to, or like yeah basically like a raffle but it's not just like a one-time thing they're they plan on doing you know multiples multiple trips of this one one normie gets to ride a year or something yeah yeah every once, every once in a while we'll put we'll put somebody who's uh uh whose whose collar isn't <laughs> well isn't, actually, isn't quite where's, so where where's somebody who actually has to wear collars because you know i can wear whatever because I'm, I'm rich i'm rich bitch <laughs> yes indeed um Needless to say, uh, so uh, watching the two, though, uh, today's uh, Blue Horizon, uh, the capsule, as we discussed, pops off, right? And the, the launch mechanism comes back down to Earth, and then it's a capsule. Oh, is, it one that, is it the one that lands? It, like, yeah. It, it uh, self-guides like uh, SpaceX or whatever? Yep, yep. Okay. Um, and so the capsule floats back down to Earth with parachutes, um, and to me, that did not look like a, a, a gentle landing. I think they were coming in at about 20 miles an hour as they hit hit the ground. Um, oh, they hit the which, ground? Yeah, yeah. It goes straight into the dirt. Um, oh. Oh. Yeah. 
where I, I don't know if you saw, but with Virgin Galactic, it's it's a, basically a glider and glider it that comes, comes back, back down, down almost like yeah, and has a yeah. like landing at an airport. Right. Uh, so I don't know what the cost difference is, and you know, truly, if getting that extra hundred thousand uh, feet in the air, I don't but know. It was only they were only in space for what, like eleven seconds. Uh, today they were uh, they they hit zero g and were in zero g for uh, almost two and a half minutes I think so. Oh okay, I heard something about they would actually be in space for like eleven seconds. Yeah, I don't know I don't know about that. Um, or when and, zero, and, I don't know when zero with, g starts either. So and again with Blue Horizon, uh, you're actually truly getting into space where with Virgin you're not officially getting into space you're at the edge of space yes that is that is true but um, uh, but one thing about this one the oldest woman to ever go into space went into space she apparently had trained uh she apparently had trained with nasa uh decades ago uh to go on uh, i don't know if, what missions it's probably like it looked like the pictures look like apollo type stuff but um but unfortunately she went through all the training she passed everything but in the end they were like ha just kidding you're not going and so again that was kind of a kind of a you know a dick move but it is what it is so you know it was run by the system was run by the man and they didn't want those women going into space and so she finally got to live that dream of going into space good for her good for her Yay. Long overdue, I guess. Yeah. Um, so yes. she was really exci- she was really excited about it. That's for sure. But I guess all you have to do is fly fifty miles above the Earth, and you're considered an astronaut. So, yeah, good for yeah. all of these new astronauts we have. Yeah. So uh, with that, I don't got anything else today. What do you got, James? Anything else? Uh, rest in peace, Bismarcky. Hmm. He recently he passed away. Uh, I think that was. Um, uh, for Friday, Saturday, sometime. Um, I met Biz a long time ago in my Dave and Buster days, and uh, he was a good guy. Nice. Yeah, you had what we needed. <laughs> you were all our, fr- but you again, you were just a friend. Sorry. Uh- <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. No, I'm saying, I'm saying that as, I'm saying that as, as uh, you know, respect, respect. Sure, sure. Let's so, um, I, I and. Uh, actually, one of my favorite moments was actually seeing him uh, when he showed up in um, MIB two uh, in the uh, in in the mailroom mm-hmm. with uh, doing the a beat, doing the beatboxing with Will Smith. So that was that was a good time. So yeah, uh, rest in peace, Biz. All right. Well, with that, we hope you enjoy the rest of your week and uh, keep an eye on the site. We're always posting new fresh content and. Uh, course stuff that's interesting to us uh but uh yeah we've uh, we've had fun it's been real yeah but it hasn't been real fun <laughs> whatever <laughs> you know you love it have a good one guys see you next week <laughs>